Stay tuned for a talk about the education system and what we think the future of it will look like. And we're also in person. Whoa. <laughs> I'm Harrison. And I'm Amir. And we believe that one of life's most valuable assets is the gift of conversation. In the midst of life, sometimes we forget the true power of a deep, meaningful conversation. So take a breath, come join us, and let's talk about life. What are your thoughts on the current state of the education system? Uh-huh. I have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> That's why I want to talk Let's about go. this. Um, I think overall it's pretty bad. Mm. Like that's my first blade, and I know that's a very that's a very dramatic statement, and I'm sorry, but it is like maybe not bad. I think it focuses on the wrong things. Mm. Or a lot of the main important aspects as I as I have gone out of school, and I'm talking like elementary and, and high school, right? I mean, even even post-secondary, but like the core things that you learn are good. But I don't use all the, you know, crazy things I learned in math and whatever. And I understand you need that if you're going to be an engineer, great, whatever, right? But um, I haven't learned how to do my taxes, you know. It's like all the things people always talk about. Taxes, like taking care of yourself, like as a human being, you know what I mean? Like... Um, budgeting a lot of money things one because that's a big part of life that it's never really discussed but like discussion about relationships and discussion about like self-care and and meditation and journaling and all those kinds of things like all of that stuff which i think now as i've gone out of it are like the most important things in my life that i'm learning and none of that is touched on and that's why i say that's why the first thing i said was bad because like i feel like that is so crucial for all these other aspects of great you can do all these um you know crazy math equations and you know all the science stuff but like are you healthy do you you do you know how to take care of yourself like you just simple things you know what i mean that's that's what i think of first what do you think i completely agree with you and i i think lots of people would you know if you're watching this podcast you're probably on the same page here I completely agree. I think it does focus on the wrong things. And I think it feels a little detached from the real world mm -hmm. in many ways. It's like, hey, how do I do my taxes? Pythagoras theorem. Right. How, oh, but, but what's insurance? No. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. or, or hypotenuse, you know, like. <laughs> the or, mitochondria is the powerhouse the mitochondria of the is the powerhouse of the cell. You know, it's like all of these practical, real world things that we could actually be learning and working on. It's a shame that it's not taught at school. And I think um, we're doing a disservice to our youth and our students mm -hmm. by not including those things. And I, I think, so just for context, I think I'm coming from the, from a different perspective in the sense that I'm a dropout and I haven't been in school for the last three university years. dropout, yeah. not a high school. Yeah, dropout, not a high school dropout. To clarify. Yeah. <laughs> I dropped out of like uh, college like three it's been three years. Wow. Three years since. And I have very strong feelings about kind of higher education in some ways, mm -hmm. but also just education in general. But I also think it's important to clarify the difference between school and education yes yeah, yeah and there's this one quote i forget who said it or who it's hold attributed up. to hold up did you guys hear that amir said he doesn't remember <laughs> who the quotes by this is an historic <laughs> moment on the podcast oh. <laughs> amir doesn't know who the quotes i'm by. sorry guys I, I failed i failed but it, it's attributed to a lot of people don't let school 
stop you from getting an education. Mm. Yeah. And it's so powerful. I, like that sums up everything so well because that's my, that's what, like the things I don't like about university or college or wherever I am. Um, I've got one more year left of a four-year degree that's taken five now. Um, thanks, COVID. And um, that's the thing that I've, like there's been so many things that I've learned outside. I, speaking of that year off, I learned so many things in that year off. I would argue better things in that year off, not in school, than I did while I'm in school. It's like, just because you're in school doesn't mean you're actually learning. Mm. It doesn't really foster learning. On top of the things I just mentioned, all of the, you know, topics that maybe should be discussed, the actual way of like, quote unquote, learning is like, memorize something, regurgitate it mm. back. Like there's no, uh, you're not practicing to retain things and actually learn skills. Yeah. What was your experience with that? exactly the same thing i think um that's one of the reasons i dropped out mm -hmm. and i'll share a little bit more about why i dropped out and like why um that all happened and how i came to that decision basically i was in school for music and uh, i was doing a jazz program because your boy's a jazz pianist <laughs> if you didn't know outside of this podcast i also do jazzy music boy. and stuff you know jazzy boy um and i at, at the time when i started school I didn't really have anything going for me. I was like, you know what? Let me go to school. Let me get better at my craft, of course, because I wanted to get better. But as I started going through school, um, I started posting stuff online. And so, and that started to gain traction. And then it made me think, wait, why am I learning from professors in a college who perhaps had a career way back when, when I could just learn by actually working with the artist directly that I look up to by like studying directly under right. them. And so I wanted to get the practical experience instead. And in many ways, I feel like that has kind of sped up or accelerated the learning process for me, mm -hmm. not without its, you know, cons, of course, I think we'll discuss that in a bit, but that's what my experience was. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't agree with well, not necessarily, yeah, I didn't agree with some of the like the things that they were teaching or the ways that they were teaching it. It was a little dogmatic. Mm -hmm. Like theory has to be this way. It has to be done this way. You need to write it like this. Otherwise, you're wrong. You know, even if you understand it conceptually and can play circles around other people, it's like if you didn't write this correct thing, you know, mm -hmm. and it's a question about what's more important to you. That being said, though, I will just make a clarification. I'm not saying that university is useless. Definitely not. I'm yeah, not yeah. saying that education or school is a completely bad thing and you should just stop going. I think it's just important to have self-awareness and understand what's right for you. How, how do you learn best, mm -hmm. right? What setting is most conducive to your growth as a person? Well, that's the challenging thing I think about it because it doesn't, it's, it's not supporting different types of learning. Mm -hmm generally right like luckily i the way i learn and do things and maybe just the way i operate i was very good at school but i had friends who are very smart but didn't do well in school because like they maybe they're not learning that way or they don't care to learn that way and it's like that that is not it's not accessible for everybody look at me using accessible again <laughs> um it, but it, but it's not right like it's it's like if you have to learn this way for it to be successful and if you don't you're not smart or whatever you're not like it's like that's not no yeah and it becomes this kind of like hierarchical oh, i try to do this again what's the word hierarchical yeah. higher no hierarchical Hier yeah, hierarchical hierarchical <laughs> well i gotta pick a better way right yeah. it becomes a hierarchical <laughs> um thing right where it's like you're 
you get good grades, you're smarter, you feel better, whatever. And if you're not, like you're a bad student, you're, it's like, no, like just mm -hmm. maybe you learn differently. Maybe mm -hmm. you have a, of a, of a learning disability mm -hmm. or you, mm -hmm. you, you need to, you know, play through these things and like experience them to understand it. And I feel like it's set up in a way because it's an old system, right? Mm -hmm. And that's part of it is like, especially in like universities and stuff where like programs are are changing but like they take years because they're mm -hmm. huge institutions and things and it's like then now you're like we're living back in i don't know the 1800s mm -hmm. like or older i don't know you probably know how, <laughs> how, where are we where like do you know when the modern education system was invented or uh, like industrial when? revolution okay so a long time ago yeah right like things have changed since then and the, and we have more understanding of of how stuff works so it's like it seems um it seems old mm -hmm. to me. Oh, completely. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's an archaic system, that's mm -hmm. for sure. I'm curious, were you a good student or a bad student? What do you, what, in what way? Good student, uh, good grades, like, you know, like typical, yeah, yeah. like the system. Big time. Mm -hmm. But it's like, it's like a, a game or like, right? It's like, like anything. It's like, I want to be really good at it. So I was like, I'm going to get 99 in this course because I want to. Mm -hmm. But I know people that like people didn't want some people didn't care about that. Mm -hmm. Some people struggle with it. So I know I'm fortunate to be in that situation. Mm -hmm. But but yeah, but then it was less still less about learning for me. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't also, about uh, learning. Jumping it, through hoops. Yeah, it was, but I said it's like it's a game, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I could do this. Like mm -hmm. I'm going to do it. But I don't remember anything from my history class. Yep. Even if I whatever, let's say I got 98 percent. I knew 98 percent of the material at that time. I don't retain any of it, mm -hmm. you know, so it doesn't even matter. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's literally just memorization and regurgitation. Uh -huh. So much of that. Um, what you're saying reminds me of a quote. <laughs> you hear that? I'm reminded of a quote. That's never happened before. <laughs> Here's a quote. If you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live the rest of its life thinking that it is stupid. Yeah, yeah. That's the one I've seen. It's like there's a picture of it. Yeah, it's like those cheesy graphics. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good one, yeah. though. That's it's exactly true. what I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of like, when we say all this. And right? I think like the education system and the way that it's designed isn't accommodating for for well, not necessarily deviations, but just for variance. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, it's not accommodating. It's like one it. type of person. Exactly. And yeah. like, I feel like, I feel pretty apprehensive towards the term like learning disability, mm -hmm. just because like, it, it's not necessarily learning disability. It's just someone learns differently, mm -hmm. right? Is, is it, are they the disabled one because the system is the one failing them? Yeah, that's a good point. Right. So I think the system needs to be way more accommodating for a lot of people because, as you said, some of the brightest people that I know on the face of the planet have, like, you know, were, for all intents and purposes, not the best students. Mm -hmm. Right. But there are so many more other metrics of intelligence mm -hmm. rather than just memorization and regurgitation. Emotional intelligence. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. Street smarts, even just business savvy, you know, like all these different things that don't necessarily come from a classroom. Creativity is a big one that I think, mm -hmm. like if I were to rework the system, that would be like mm -hmm. a big part of it. That's a good question. If you were to rework the system, yeah. what would the ideal education system look like for you? How much do you know about Mind Valley? I know lots. So I think, <laughs> but share it with the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't experienced their courses or anything, mm -hmm. but I did a big project on Vision. Mm -hmm. Lakiani, who is the, the CEO and founder, um, Mind Valley. I'll 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 plop in a little like 
summary here. Mind Valley Masterclasses are some of the most powerful free education resources on the internet for anyone who's determined to elevate their life to become the best human being they can be in every category of mind, body, soul, relationships, performance, and work. Our masterclasses are hosted by me, Vishen Lakhiani, and I bring you the greatest teachers in the world. Our teachers on Mind Valley Masterclasses are among the world's top authors, people you would see on Oprah, people who have sold upwards of 10 million books because their ideas and their principles truly change lives. So essentially that's what that's what they're doing. It's a totally different like reworking of the education system because Vision was one of those people. Like, cause I did, yeah, I said, I did a whole research project on him and I learned that he really struggled in school, like traditional conventional school. Um, but he didn't like, didn't think he was dumb. You know what I mean? It wasn't serving him in the right way. So he's created Mind Valley, which is like, there's a lot of free stuff online and it goes like all aspects of life, you know, emotional, spiritual, uh, physical, and then just other forms of education. Um, but a lot of it is focused on kind of what we talked about last time, you know, and, and like like self-help and, and just being a better person um, and how that you can improve your life. But I think what I love about that is is the the approach is so much like you don't have it's not just for one person. It's trying to be accessible for as many people as possible and focusing on these key elements, because if you can get those things under control and learn about them and how to harness your your own abilities and what's within like then you can go and learn all the math problems you want if that's if that's what your mm -hmm. true desire is you want to be an engineer or whatever um or if you don't like you want to be a musician great but like you start from instead of working backwards and learning all this other stuff and then trying to figure out yourself like i think there's a whole issue with you know you get to 18 it's like what do you can do for the rest of your life mm -hmm. That's a whole different conversation mm -hmm. but like Absolutely. you know what i mean mm -hmm. and i feel like if we if if the system was similar to that of, of kind of what Mind Valley focuses on and what I'm talking about and and even like bringing in elements of of a lot of like Eastern practices, you know what I mean? Like like um, like Buddhism and things like that, just making it more of a spiritual experience. I think people then would feel more maybe self-fulfilled and understand themselves and then be able to go, oh, this is what I want to do. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to learn all these math things. Mm -hmm. Um and that's that's a very broad answer, but I think that's where I would start because I think it needs like we need that. It it feels backwards to me. Mm -hmm. Like start with helping foster an environment and 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 yeah, learning of who you are mm -hmm. and how, what it is to be a person, and then then branch out. Completely agree. I think it's unfair to ask eighteen year olds what they want to do with the rest of their lives and then like suddenly go, make a decision that goes gets them into a lot of debt in many cases, uh -huh, especially uh -huh. here. It, like in America, uh, that's a, another yeah. <laughs> another discussion. Um, though, just to also look at the flip side of this situation, I think in many ways the the system's trying to strike a balance between what to teach in classroom and what the parents should be teaching their kids. Mm -hmm. Admittedly, well, I'm I'm sure like one I've heard the argument that oh, when it comes to finances and all this kind of stuff. Parents should teach their kids, but the thing is, most of the time, parents don't even know. I'm saying that parents stuff. didn't learn it, so like, right? at exactly. what point? Like, how are they going to learn it? At what point are the parents right? going to know? Exactly, <laughs> exactly, right? Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, when it comes to things such as just like self-actualization, all those different things, I would personally say, 
like the the nuance of that is such a deeply personal thing. I would rather teach kids how to think about it than what to think. Yes, that's For what example, I mean. Like, like how, like what are some different options? Actually, no, that that gets into territory and all the parents who are like, you shouldn't be bringing that into school, right? Anyways, um, maybe just the, like like. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Teaching, you know, like self-exploration and 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 just like inner work and stuff, but like allowing there to be a discovery process. Mm, a discovery process. That's what school should be. Mm-hmm. If I were to redesign the education system, it would be a discovery process. Yeah. Um as someone actually who I would consider myself also an educator. I teach music and stuff um privately, but I've also done like classes mm-hmm. and stuff. How do you approach things differently? So right now I'm doing a vocal coach certification course and I'm studying under like someone who I would consider to be one of the best vocal teachers on the planet right now. Actually, no, I'd say the best voice teacher on the planet. And the fundamental principle that he starts off class with every single time, there's two things. One, create a positive, safe learning environment. Two, recognize the uniqueness of every person who stands before you, mm. right? So there's no method at all to kind of the things that we're learning in this vocal uh, vocal class, but it's more so, okay, what are some tools that you could use? Different singers will need different things. Different students will need different mm-hmm. work done. And, you know, expecting a singer who does this to conform and do well on an exercise designed for someone who does this, you're going to get gaps and you're going right. you know, to lose people like that. So I think... It's hard because it doesn't scale, though. You know, that kind of one-on-one teaching is so hard well, to I was just going to say, like, know? customization is really what you need. Mm-hmm. Like, like personalization, I guess, mm-hmm. is the word. Like, for for a really good system, all these things we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's challenging because you need one-on-one mm-hmm. or very small numbers yeah. to and be able to do it, right? So then that's a challenge. Exactly. And then that's a, that feeds into another issue. And it's like, it's a... It's a cycle. The snake is eating its own tail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just a... It's like there's not enough teachers because the yeah. system itself is kind of like... People, people feel disenfranchised by the system, which leads people to not become teachers. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and it just goes around and yeah. around in circles. Do you think there will be a big change or a change? I'm talk- We're talking, by the way, in like Western... Western. Like, like mm-hmm. North America, right? In our experience. From our experience. Mm-hmm. What, do you think there'll be a change? Yes, there has to be uh, at some point. Because... Um, like kind of the way I gauge whether things will change, like for myself personally, is how long have they lasted prior to this? So for example, is it something as monolithic as tribal combat and like, you know, war as, you know, unfortunate as it is? I don't think that's ever going to go away just because that has persistently shown up in human history since, you know, dawn of humankind. But the education system, that's only been around since the industrial revolution. Mm -hmm. We had different forms of education back then where it was more so around apprenticeship if you were lucky, that being said, like this, I feel like this is the best education system we've had in history. Right. If I'm being honest, like compared to what we had before, you know, I think it's definitely an upgrade, mm-hmm. but we can do better. Mm-hmm. What and do we you, have to do better? We, so you said what you're like, we kind of talked about what we would do, but mm-hmm. what do you think realistically would change? I think in the medium term, more discussions will be. Um, I, I've been seeing this actually in schools, but they'll be talking more about finance mm-hmm. and about budgeting and how taxes work, right? <laughs> On a totally random tangent, taxes are so weird. It's like the the government is like, I know how much you owe me, but I'm not going to tell I'm you. I'm not going to tell but, you. But why won't you just tell me? Guess. Okay. I owe you this much. Wrong. Yeah. Here's a fine. <laughs> Here's like, a fine. what the heck? Yeah, exactly. Like school, please teach us how to do this. You know, so taxes, budgeting, 
insurance for the longest time. I didn't know what the hell insurance was. You know, like mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I have to get it. But what is uh, I'll be completely honest. I didn't know. Yeah. Um, visas, even like There's actually how to navigate the systems that we have set credit, like all these different, like important things that show up in people's lives mm-hmm. um, or even what a mortgage is. I, I was like, what's what's a mortgage? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, no idea. Or how do you rent an apartment? Right. You know, how do you find a place to eat, a li- um, live, food? You know, like oh, what do certain foods do? And you know, this that, and the third. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just more discussion on the things that show up in our lives more mm-hmm. frequently. And in my high school, actually, they started talking more about uh, finance, okay, and budgeting. Uh, but it's like. I think it's under like a life skills class, which mm-hmm. I'm glad that they've started incorporating. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's good. Like you got to start somewhere, mm-hmm. but that okay. definitely should be like more. It's almost. I feel like the base should be life skills plus other things mm-hmm. instead of you know other, other, other things plus plus life, life skills. Yeah. Right. I completely agree. It should be the foundation. Do you know of any like that? There's that, but like any other changes that are happening? Like I know there's a whole thing happening with teachers right now. There's a lot really? of a lot of What's like happening? no, there's like a bunch of teachers have quit. I don't know if it's in oh. the states here or or in Canada. Um, but like, yeah, there's a really huge lack of, of um, there's like a teacher shortages because wow. all kinds of stuff. Yeah, that. And, but then there's like awareness about it and people are like, oh, okay, well, we're going to like, we don't, this, this is not right or whatever. So then teachers are quitting. But then like now the kids don't have anybody to teach them. So mm-hmm. then that's not happening. And mm-hmm. But there's something like it's it feels like it's starting, like something's going yeah, on. You know I, what I, mean? I agree. And I think. You know, um, I wonder what catalyzed it. I, I was going to say that COVID kind of catalyzed the shift, and maybe it did, but I think it starts even further back. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm hopeful about the education system, which is contrary to most <laughs> things about human humanity. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually kind of hopeful about the education system because mm-hmm. I think it, the Internet is going to play a huge role in that. I do see for myself, my intuition tells me that the Internet will play a huge role in the revolution in the education revolution Mm -hmm. in the sense that all the like let's be real all the information that you could ever learn in school is already available online and really at this point like a school is kind of like a middleman that packages all those things up for you Mm -hmm. which is important for a kid because they don't know how to how to do it right but i think whoa what if you start off kids with life skills and learning how to search for knowledge right they have the library of alexandria at their fingertips and we're not teaching them how to use it Mm -hmm. what yeah. You know, so I, I do think the internet will play a huge role and I'm hopeful and I'm excited to see where it takes us. Yeah. Like, um, learning on the internet this is another thing I was going to say is like, I feel like you mentioned this education is definitely different. Like you don't need to go to school, post-secondary school specifically for our society at the point, like the, the reason the, completely honest, the reason I'm finishing up this degree is cause like I'm almost done. I'm like, oh, let's get the degree. You know what I mean? So I've got it. I'm learning things. There are good things to it. But um, it's like you need this piece of paper so you can do this and this. And, whatever. and I'm like, for me and and like my parents' generation, that's what they're, they're like, you really need this. And people are like, you need. I'm like, well, what I've experienced personally to this point is like I haven't, I have needed and I don't think I'm going to need it. In this field. In this field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In what I'm doing specifically, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and I'm like, I don't, I don't, I feel like I can learn more not in this institution Mm -hmm. and i've learned more you know and like you said reaching out to people or or really figuring out who to learn from on the internet and trying things like i try i learn a lot i think a lot of people do from like trying things and failing and and doing it but um so i feel like 
I guess it depends. Like it does depend on the field, right? But sometimes you need to. You don't need like this traditional institution to learn stuff, um, and it's totally valid to learn in other ways. Mm-hmm. But it feels almost like kind of like shut down in general. Like that. No, that's a bad thing. Like you need to go to this because it's an esteemed school, and then we know you went there. Therefore, you learn something, right? And it's like this doesn't mean you learn something just because you went there. What? What? <laughs> oh, <laughs> we are on a big topic. <laughs> just, just touch I, on, touch on something. Come yeah. on. Yeah, this is a big discussion, and I wonder if you've had this discussion. I mean, I'm sure you, <laughs> I'm, I'm pointing at Maria. She's off camera. Um, we've, had, I'm sure you, we've had that discussion with our parents. The you need to go to university; it'll give you safety, right? Kind of thing, right? It's it's the security of it um that's one thing that i've heard a lot like as to why i had to go to university it's like university will give you the security it'll give you the safety it'll give you stability like if you get a music degree you're not going to be without a job i don't think i don't think a degree is as safe as people think it is no you know like if anything COVID most people don't that, use their degree yeah, exactly if anything covid showed us that like you can just get laid off at any second yeah like that your degree isn't as safe as you think it is it's more so predicated upon your network upon your work ethic upon you know like a degree is one part of like definitely your overall portfolio but i'd say there's more fundamental things Mm -hmm. that you know yeah and more and more i think people need to realize like in discussions that i've had with people who are working at you know such and such companies in hiring and all this kind of stuff they've started they've stopped requiring degrees as as a requirement to apply to right. the company and these are some like the big 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 companies mm. like i can't name off the top of my head but like the big ones um so i think at the end of the day we can sum it all up with the quote don't let school get in the way of you getting an education yeah totally it's a uh, it's a crazy topic and the fact that we have to like talk about it is kind of it seems like ridiculous but yeah. but but it's it's good and i am hopeful also yeah I, i'm generally pretty hopeful and i think most people listening, I think we all kind of, we, we feel it. Like if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure you're someone who's curious and inquisitive mm-hmm. about life and about learning and just constantly learning to grow or just at least is interested in deep topics. And I'm mm-hmm. sure you feel it as well that the education system isn't serving the next generation in the best way. And we owe it to them. To make things better. Yeah. So keep on learning. And, and listening and trying new things. And we will see you next week for the season finale. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode and want to support the show, make sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Visit us on Instagram and TikTok at Let's Talk About Life Pod. And for more information, head on over to harrisonkingofficial.com forward slash podcast. Now it's time for you to get out there and have a deep, meaningful conversation in your own life.